You can get this full audiobook for free on Amazon, by clicking on the link in the description. Is brought to you, by the book guide. Something about a car running over a policeman and a second officer being injured. This is my assessment of a news story broadcast on the television in my father's room at Springmore, the assisted living center he's been in for the past three years. It is early April, three days before his 98th birthday, and Amy, Hugh, and I have just flown to Raleigh from New York. The plan is to hang out for a while and then drive to our house on Emerald Isle. Dad is in his wheelchair, dressed and groomed for our visit, hair combed, real shoes on his feet, a red bandana tied around his neck. Well, hey, he calls as we walk in, an old turtle raising his head toward the sun. Gosh, it's good to see you kids. As Amy and I move in to embrace him, Hugh wonders if we could possibly turn off the TV. Well, sure, my father, still smothered and grown children, says. I don't even know why it's on, to tell you the truth. Hugh takes a remote off the bedside table, and after he's killed the television, Amy asks if he can figure out the radio. As a non-blood relative, that seems to be his role during our visits to Springmore. The servant. Find us a jazz station, I tell him. There we go, my father says. That would be fantastic. Neither Amy nor I care about the news anymore, at least the political news. I am vaguely aware that Andrew Cuomo has fallen out of favor and that people who aren't me will be receiving government checks for some reason or other. But that's about it. When Trump was president, I started every morning by reading the New York Times, followed by the Washington Post, and would track both papers' websites regularly throughout the day. To be less than vigilant was to fall behind, and was there anything worse than not knowing what Stephen Miller just said about Wisconsin? My friend Mike likened this constant monitoring to having a second job. It was exhausting. And the moment that Biden was sworn into office, I let it all go. When the new president speaks, I feel the way I do on a plane when the pilot announces that after reaching our cruising altitude, he will head due north or take a left at Lake Erie. You don't need to tell me about your job, I always think. Just, you know, do it. It's so freeing no longer listening to political podcasts, no longer being enraged. I still browse the dailies, skipping over the stories about COVID, as I'm finished with all that as well. The moment I got my first shot of vaccine, I started thinking of the coronavirus the way I think of scurvy, something from a long-ago time that can no longer hurt me, something that mainly pirates get. Yes, the papers would say, but what if there's a powerful surge this summer, this Christmas, a year from now? What if our next pandemic is worse than this one? What if it kills all the fish and cattle and poultry and affects our skin's reaction to sunlight? What if it forces everyone to live underground and subsist on earthworms? My father tested positive for the coronavirus shortly before Christmas, 
At around the time he started wheeling himself to the front desk at Springmore and asking if anyone there had seen his mother. He hasn't got Alzheimer's, nothing that severe. Rather, he's what used to be called soft in the head, gaga. It's a relatively new development, aside from the time he was discovered on the floor of his house, dehydrated and suffering from a bladder infection, he's always been not just lucid, but commanding. If it happens several times in one day, someone on the staff will contact me, Lisa told us over the phone. Then I'll call and say, Dad, your mother died in 1976 and is buried beside your father at the Rural Cemetery in Cortland, New York. You bought the plot next to theirs, so that's where you'll be going. There had to be a gentler way to say this, but I'm not sure the news really registered, especially after his diagnosis when he was at his weakest. Every time the phone rang, I expected to hear that he had died, but my father recovered without being hospitalized, I told my cousin Nancy. Plus, he lost 10 pounds. Not that he needed to.